0: What's going on, everyone? Zane here with Everything Vibe. want to welcome you back for another episode. I'm here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good so far. Um, so I think we are... I don't know why I said that. <laughs> so we are trying out the new format that we had been discussing previously. Um, for anybody who is looking for a game talk last Friday, I apologize. We didn't let you guys know ahead of time. But um, with that top 50 episode, I felt like we covered quite a few games and we were kind of game talked out at that point. (laughs) So so yeah, moving forward, we're going to try this new format where we're going to be cutting it down to two episodes a week. And uh, today's episode will be a combination of news and game talk. And then we actually have a, an interview recorded and lined up for you guys that'll be coming to you later this week. so that that's what we're looking to do at least for the next couple of weeks, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and you know, today
1: and today might not be the best representation of what it's gonna be like. Like I think some of the experiences that we're gonna be talking about today are a little shorter than usual. But in the, just expect in general for us to more or less, you know cover the same type of material, you know, the same type of news discussions, the same type of game talks, but just, you know, Yeah, together.
0: And and I mean, in terms of length wise, like I I feel like that was an issue or, you know, just something that people brought up. I mean, it's we're really just combining the episodes, So, you know, it'll be twice as long as it was or it's just it's just a matter of, I guess, logistics for us making it easier to to meet up or to, to do this once a week rather than, you know, having multiple times. Um, so we're going to see how that fits with our schedule. We're going to see how you, you guys respond to it. Maybe, uh, get some feedback from you guys in a couple weeks here and just see how it kind of flows. And, you know, after 50, 50 episodes, we want to change it up, see what we can do differently. And, uh, this is one of the, one of the areas or things that we wanted to try. So you ready to jump in, Ronnie?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's do news first. And, um, just got a couple of articles here that we can go through. Nothing too crazy. Um, but let's let's start with the the less interesting one which is h i shouldn't say that but <laughs> <laughs> less less interesting in terms of i guess well whatever it's just it, it is what it is it, it, it is what it is i, I want to mention it because i want to show the goodwill that htc and the vive are doing and that's they're committing 10 million dollars to a lot of social product Projects. So for developers out there who are working on apps that drive awareness for famine, poverty, climate change, just social awareness in general, you know, they're setting aside a decent chunk of change, which, um, you know, will, will help developers and support these developers in getting those projects out there. So, um, you know, if, if you're involved with any of these types of projects, make sure you look into that. But uh, you know, for me, it's it's a feel good story. Like I guess you know, it's it's hard to hide my bias. I'm already very much team Vive. But you know, you always want to see the company that you're supporting doing some good, giving back, and being aware that you know, virtual reality is much more than gaming and business. There's there's a lot of social aspects that can be uh, shorter or you know, just a lot of benefits that can be taken from it. But
1: yeah, in general, I mean, it it's a good medium for you know. Uh, engendering at, uh, empathy into people you know getting them to experience something in a more on a more personal level uh, than some of the other types of media out there so uh vr and uh you know i guess public welfare kind of go hand in hand in a sense yeah um, very,
0: very much so well i mean and this is this is just talking about this conversation we were having earlier where um I mean, VR is very immersive in terms of storytelling. And so, you know, we were talking about that in in the context of a narrative. But now, if you're going to be able to do it in the context of trying to drive social change, uh, you know, you may be able to really, you know, for lack of better words or metaphorically put put someone in another person's shoes Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, show what an experience is like instead of just having them read about it or watch a movie they get to actually physically interact with something. and so I, I you know these these apps are still in development, but you know when they come out, it'll be really fascinating to see uh, what what creative ways people use the medium in order to drive that social change.
1: yeah, and I also like just the fact that I mean I think I think uh, I think these types of experiences, uh, in VR, really help to market the idea of virtual reality outside of the the general sphere of you know gamers or game players or people that are into the tech for enthusiast reasons. I think your average person, when they when they read a news story and hear about this new technology that allows people to become more uh, you know more involved with the social. Uh, you know, a social movement or some kind of a, a more educational effort. Like I think, I think it, it gives goodwill to the to the platform. So I, I think that's another another Absolutely, positive yeah. thing to look at for HTC. You know, funding these experiences. You can look at this type of story and say, for people out there that don't know much about VR, um, if what they do know is that you know HTC and others that are supporting VR platforms. Are are looking to encourage uh, positive types of applications and software, then they'll view vir- virtual reality also as like a you know a positive uh, you know net worth.
0: No, absolutely, and I guess maybe maybe I should apologize and say this is not the less interesting. Um, yeah, it it is very interesting, and, and you know you never know. What type of change and positive benefits will come from HCC putting their support and you know their financial weight behind some of these some of these apps? You just never know like what'll be out there. So not less interesting and, and talking about <laughs> it that you know I not not afraid to admit when I'm wrong.
1: It has Zane's uh, stamp of approval now after after thinking about it a little bit.
0: <laughs> no, not stamp of approval, but I, I guess just in context to what we're going to talk about next, which is uh, a little piece of information from. The Valve AMA that Joe Ludwig did, and uh, it's about the new base station coming out later this year. He says they're going to put it on a production line, and people should be seeing it later this year, or by the end of this year. And um, for those who aren't familiar, like this is, it was first announced at Steam Dev Days. the The primary difference is that it looks like they're going to make they're going to simplify the components, which is what mm-hmm. you know you you and I have been talking about, Ronnie. It's um you know instead of instead of it shooting. Uh, you know, the lasers horizontally and vertically, you're going to have one kind of diagonal single rotor instead of a double rotor.
1: Okay. No, that makes sense. This is going to be cheaper for, for them to, to manufacture and, you know, less moving parts equals, I guess, more reliability perhaps. I'm not sure, but I mean, either way you look at it, I mean, it's it's good that they're going to make, you know, the system cheaper. I wonder if a price cut will ever eventually... I was
0: just thinking about that too cuz you said it's going to be cheaper for them but I wonder if that will reach consumers. Yeah, I'm
1: not sure. I mean, I would imagine eventually the goal would be to to sell the hardware for 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 less money. I I would think, but who knows? And and I also wonder if they're going to make this, I mean, if this is going to be included in a bigger push to make the entire, you know, headset itself cheaper or if they're going to start bundling it with, you know, revised hardware in any way like i just wonder i wonder once the new base stations are ready and and put out there you know in the market if it's going to be you know if it's going to be just one of those silent things kind of like you know the different cables and such where you know certain people that buy vibes just happen to have the new the new base stations and in their kit and it's not really something that's really super you know obvious from the outside or if it's or if it's gonna be part of like a new packaging. I, I don't know. But, hey, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Well, so so let's let's um piece together what we know so far. We know that there's new base stations on the way. Mm-hmm. Um that's confirmed that they're gonna be coming out, you know, at some point later this year. Uh we know that there is a controller prototype in development. Uh and we're not we haven't really received any more information on that, but I, I would I would assume that you know HTC would want that out sooner rather than later. I'd be surprised if they, you know, if if they announce it last year or like you know show off a prototype for a lot in twenty sixteen and wait you know a year and a half. But I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just being impatient. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then you have these Vive trackers coming out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I guess I'm just curious. Will there be a like a Vive one point five update where people who buy their Vive and you know, eight to twelve months from now, are they going to get a different box, you know, or different different set that comes inside the box than what you and I got?
1: Yeah, I don't I'm not know. talking
0: about software. I'm talking about hardware.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, we also have the 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 premium head strap that too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, so but I think I mean, because because some of these things kind of differ in terms of like some of them are added cost versus minimum, uh, you know, versus less. I mean, I guess if you really wanted to promote. The trackers, for example, you could potentially, and if you wanted to promote the trackers, but still sell the kit at the same price, and you were saving money on the base date, like I guess potentially, if you, if you really wanted to get more of those out there in the marketplace, you could cheapen the overall package a bit by having cheaper base stations in there, but then including something like a tracker or two with the base kit and then sell it for $800 still. I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, there's probably multiple, I bet, I bet they're thinking of different ways that they'd want to really incorporate this. Cause it all depends on, on really what their vision is for some of this new hardware as to whether it's going to be standard or if they're going to, like, I still think the premium head strap, for example, is something that probably is not going to be packaged for the same price with the yeah. normal kit. Cause it's just too. And, and maybe even the trackers too, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just yeah. feel like,
0: I mean, as much as I would want there to be more included, obviously, mm. even though I'm not going to get a second vibe, but um, it, it just seems like the, the headset, if they're, if they're going to dub it as a premium or a deluxe headset, mm-hmm. you're going to pay extra for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the only way that you get it in a package uh, in the five boxes if they have a deluxe box package. You know what I mean? That yeah. includes maybe uh, that and several of the other, you know, maybe new controllers or whatever. But uh, I, I feel like the base stations are the most, um, I guess, just basic. Is yeah, the one I'm like, they're,
1: they're like the building yeah. blocks of the of the Exactly, and, and nobody really thinks about
0: them. So that's something that you could easily hot swap in. You know, like once, once you run out of the old ones, you just start putting these in the new box, and it's not like... You know, it's not like you and I will be clamoring for, you know, hey, when's the next base station coming out? I want to sign up for, you know, to pre- it, pre-order the new your, base station. Your base station either works or it doesn't at exactly, this point. Exactly, yeah. So I feel like that would be the, the simplest. The next would be the controllers, um, just because it, that, I mean, I mean, that's a huge part of your experience. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to depend on what, I guess, what developers kind of put out there. And, and I mean, who knows? This could also be saved up for you know a, a Vive. I'm doing air quotes here for like a Vive 2 release just because controls like that might change the game a little bit too much. You're going to have developers that will need to, I guess, adjust quite a few things. I'm thinking about games right now where you know developers that have to go on the back end and readjust certain things with how people interact with, you know, Either guns or bows and arrows, or you know, just any type of object. Yeah. Um, if, if the mechanics for those controllers are very different from from the current uh wands, right?
1: Yeah. No, I agree. So,
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like a 1.5 update would be more in line, and and maybe include the base stations. Uh, but I've been trying to piece together all like you know we're we're just scrip- scraping for news anywhere yeah. that it comes from Valve from
1: HTC. At this point, it's kind of crazy that. Uh, we've had so many hardware announcements, quote unquote, mm-hmm. without any kind of specifics on how they're going to be released or sold or any. Like, I mean, if you think oh. about it right now, I mean, we we have wireless solutions. I was just gonna coming. say, we,
0: I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another. I, I know there's nothing officially by HTC, but they officially partnered with TPcast. cast
1: Yep. No. So just there's so many things that are apparently coming to the market, and a lot of them are even you know first party supported platforms that we still don't really know yet exactly how they're going to be released. So it's, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to see cause I mean half of this stuff I, I'm really interested to see. I mean, you know, talking about what the trackers will be able to accomplish in games or what, I mean, I pretty much any of these uh, new peripherals are things that I have interest in. And it's really just going to be a matter of what they all cost and either individually or as a package, am I willing to shell out that amount of money? Like when I really want the premium head strap, but if the premium head strap ends up being like 200 bucks and I have to decide whether I'm going to get that and or also pay 200 bucks for a wireless system and if I want to pay 100 bucks, let's say, for trackers and like... You're talking about doubling the cost of your vibe, <laughs> yeah, vibe, which I don't easily. Which I don't think I'm going to be able to do. So, I really hope that some of these details come out soon. So, but, I,
0: I would say out of all of the you know accessories or upcoming items that we just discussed, for me and I, I, I'm obviously have a very different perspective than than Valve and HTC. But if I was in their place, I would almost say that like getting a wireless solution pre package or like inside the package the base package with their device would have to be a top priority because you want everybody who tries the vive for the first time to have the best possible experience right mm-hmm. so so having a wireless solution plugged in especially when your competitor doesn't have one and mm-hmm. you know namely talking oculus and, and psvr but if you can be the first to include that in your base package and uh, may, maybe there is some you know business uh yeah, so some business or financial reasons for not including it, but mm-hmm. for me, it's just like okay, if you're trying to fight the uh, the war for market share and audience, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, as it is, there's a lot of really goodwill going towards. HTC and the Vive right now, just in terms of development and mm-hmm. you know, just the, all the innovations that HTC has been able to push out yeah. uh, ahead of its other competitors. So I would just assume that this would need to be one of those things that you get out there. But what well, do you think?
1: No, I mean I agree with you. I, I don't know if it's possible, but at the same time, there is some kind of a partnership. So you can. I don't think you can ever you know necessarily rule it out. Um, the other thing that I think just is interesting as far as the Vive goes. Is I think wireless solutions tend to highlight the strengths of the Vive even more so uh, than than the other platforms. So I think I think having a workable wireless solution for the Vive actually helps that experience more than having a wireless solution for the Oculus or the PlayStation VR, et cetera. Because there's so much more movement going on. There's so much. I mean, when when you have games that are specifically designed to move around in a room mm-hmm. and then you have the ability to no longer have to worry about the cables i think it it makes such a you know a giant leap forward in terms of how you're enjoying it. i mean already people when when they try the vive and then realize that not all other virtual reality experiences offer the same type of room scale experience as the vive like that already puts it a step ahead yeah but if you Were to also be wireless, I think that that's just, you know, like I said, I think I think a wireless Vive is much cooler than a wireless Oculus Rift or, or or other for for right now, yeah. But just
0: just to be fair, for right now, Uh, but I mean the thing is like it's you know early bird gets the worm, so there there is going to be some benefit for being the first company that introduces a viable wireless solution. So yep yep. Cool, cool. Well, that's all I have for news. How about you?
1: Uh yeah, no, I think that was pretty much it. I mean, there was I'm trying to think if there was any. No, I think I think we we pretty much covered most of it, so.
0: Yeah. Um well, so I, I, now we switch over to the game talk part of it. And again, this is the first time we're doing this, so uh, if you guys will just f- forgive and excuse the the roughness as we <laughs> transition from one part to the next but um, yeah are you ready
1: to go yeah let's let's talk about games
0: so we're gonna, we're going to keep this format where we both kind of bring a game or experience that we tried out over the past week um, this week through well let's just go into it i i'll start off i i did abode which is one of the top rated games on the vibe. actually i saw it on the the first page of you know when you in steam when you do the or sort by user reviews. And so just surprised that I saw it there, I was able to get my hands on a copy. and I, I haven't finished it through just yet. Uh, I actually did a lot of it, but it, it's it's pretty in depth. Uh, and so I, I would say that I'm I'm actually quite satisfied with the game. And so for those who aren't, aren't familiar with it, it's it's another pu- puzzle solving type of game, but uh, it has a very like sci-fi noir feel to it um, there's no real storyline, which I'm not going to knock the game for because that's not what it was going for. But, you know, you kind of just end up in this room and you need to find a way out. And, uh, you know, there's several different items and stuff that you come across. And it's cool because while there are regular everyday items, like, um, you know, pencils, pens, screwdrivers and stuff, there are, you know, like I said, it's sci-fi. So there are a lot of like somewhat futuristic items that you need to figure out how to use properly and you know that that adds to the experience and um, you know I'm I'm, I'm a fan I, I really like these types of games because it's it's hard to it's hard to get tired of them because I feel like there's so many you know the developers not not just for a but you know developers behind these games can get really creative with how they set up these puzzles. And it's it's just a lot of fun to be able to go through and figure it out. And it's, there's just something, there's just something just so damn satisfying <laughs> <laughs> about figuring it out. You know what I mean? Um, and so you know, like I said, it's it's not going to get old. And I, I think uh, as we go along, you know, you I'll just name drop the gallery just because I feel like that's that's the game that I've played that has done it. You know, I, I'd say the best in terms of <coughs> integrating a full. Kind of triple a feel with a, you know, a very strong narrative, a very strong gameplay. <clears throat> um, but again, this isn't to take anything away from a boat. I think a boat is a fantastic game. Um, but I'm just saying that, like the trend, I think, will be, more towards building out these future games because everybody wants more depth, right? Everybody wants a little bit more. And, uh, you know, I think that's eventually what you're going to get. You're going to, all these different puzzle games are going to come out. You're going to find out which, you know, the, the cream rises to the top, which are the best ones and which offer the best types of, you know, unique puzzle solving experiences. And eventually you'll get to a point where, you know, you have a game that. Comp, or comprises of all of those experiences and then adds like its own unique layer or texture on top
1: of that. And so yeah, just, we're not there yet, but. Just curious. I mean, as, as far as a boat, cause I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um, what, what makes it special in VR? Like, is it when you're solving the puzzles, is it manipulating objects and, and kind of dealing with, with the physics behind that, that kind of makes it, you know, satisfying to be, to be playing in VR or kind of, you know, what is it specifically that makes it a cool VR experience? Just, just wondering.
0: Sure. Um, well, are you saying that in, in comparison to other puzzle solving? Games or not just necessarily, in
1: general? but just in general, because I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying my best to picture what it's going to be like to solve some of these puzzles, but not having played the game before, um, I, I, I was having trouble in my head just kind of visualizing, you know, what the, what the puzzles comprised of and what, yeah, you know, yeah. what exactly you were interacting <clears throat> with and kind of how, cause it, how, how it, how it sets up from one so, puzzle to the other. So, uh, okay.
0: I mean, in terms of like just actual mechanics and gameplay, it's, it's very similar to a lot of other, uh, you know, puzzle, puzzle solving games out there. I think something that the game does well, which you and I have talked about is there are a lot of, Objects in there, and you can interact with each and every one of them, mm. um, which again just adds adds that layer of immersion. Mm-hmm. And not not all of the objects are necessary. In fact, I'd say you know, a good majority of the objects that I came across weren't weren't necessary. Okay. but but they fill out the room, and they they give you that sense of um, just a sense of presence being there in in the room. You know, knocking off stuff or looking around. And I, I will say this, I guess, and it's it's early on, so hopefully this isn't too much of a dead giveaway for for people who, you know, go through mm-hmm. the entire game, but you know, one, one of the coolest features that I think is, and, and well, you know, let me try to do this without giving in, away any spoilers, but there's a, uh, there's a one piece of the puzzle and just a tiny piece where it tells you to go to a specific part of the room, um, or there's an object in the room that you need to go to and look at. And so it just says that, you know, that your answer is with this object. It doesn't even say like with that object specifically, but mm-hmm. but you kind of get the gist. So you go over to this object and um, it's not the object itself that where you find the clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's in these little rotating pieces around it which you don't really think of because you're really focused on the object. Mm -hmm. But then you start working with these pieces and and they just rotate completely in 360 degrees. And you, you, like, I wasn't sure what to do with them at first, but if you line them up, they actually spell something out. Hmm. And it's just it's just one of those things where you're sent to a certain area, you're looking at an object, but it's not really the object; it's the surrounding area, and then you have to arrange that surrounding area. So, the, the best way that I can I can describe it is that like you know you're you're able to flip around these things that mm-hmm. you're not really sure what they do, but when you accidentally land on them um, being aligned to a certain extent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see something. You're like, wait a second. Mm. Is this you know is is this the 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 pin that I'm looking for the you know the digit the four digit pin that I'm looking for, um, and so yeah I, I guess that's just one small example of of you know some of the unique uh, some of the unique features that they have
1: um, or the, you know that the game has in it and so hmm. uh, and, and, and it sounds like that's kind of based on your perspective of kind of like I can see how VR would would accentuate you know a situation like that because you really narrow in your vision on one object and you kind of but but still the rest of the environment the rest of what's going on is kind of you know in your periphery vision and it kind of it's it
0: well it's it's more so just to answer your question about like what makes it special in VR it's it's the fact that like i was there and it had i been a- interacting with the object in real life i would have i would have had to do the same thing yeah. so there's like nothing it's almost in a way, and this isn't a bad thing. Like, there's nothing special about it, mm-hmm. but it's just like you're interacting with these objects in very real ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that again, just just adds that that layer of immersion. And and another thing too, because I guess this this isn't common across all puzzle solving games is uh, is there's teleportation. The room is actually. Bigger than you know your play space, and so there's there's a lot that you can explore. And I know that there are, are other puzzle solving games that I've either played or seen uh, where you're kind of just standing in the same spot, mm-hmm. and you know you solve x amount of clues until you finally get to the end. Mm-hmm. This, uh, for better or for worse, it uses teleportation to be able to go around the room. But you know because there there is an expanded you know um, square footage mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of space I guess they're able to fit in more clues they're able to put stuff in different areas around the room um, and so I guess it's something similar to uh, to survive the Deuce Helix which is uh, which is something we a game we talked about a while back mm-hmm. we even had uh, the, the development team on and so it, it's something similar to that where you get to go around this room and yeah it's it's a really cool really cool game. Very very
1: cool. Well, yeah, I'll definitely have to check. And do you know how how much it is? In- I believe it is
0: ten dollars on Steam.
1: Okay. So no, I'll have yeah, to check won't,
0: it out. won't break won't break the bank. Um, I is it? I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 good. Mm-hmm. I, the thing is, like, maybe for I guess my only caveat with the price is that if this isn't your cup of tea, and specifically yeah. maybe if if you don't really really enjoy this game, you mm-hmm. might not find the value for it. I can see it's, it's either something
1: that you're going to get really into and play from start to finish, or you're going to get confused and not really be into it and then shut it off and not really.
0: Well, I'm just talking strictly about price. I'm like, if it's 10, like if you really love puzzle solving games, $10 is going to seem like a steal to you. Sure. If you're not a big fan of it, um, then you know, you might spend 10 bucks and be like, Ah, uh, it's just another like puzzle solving type of game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it wasn't really yeah. worth it. So I guess that that'll be that'll be the only caveat that I give If you're not really feeling those games, then sure, yeah, but, but it, as far it, as
1: those kind of escape room like puzzle solving, this is pretty good one.
0: I, I'd say it's it's fairly priced. I mean, of course, we all want everything to be cheaper, right? But you know, to support the devs, I think I think they're on to something good there. And yeah, I mean, i'm I'm not gonna I, I hate knocking stuff on price because like yeah. you know, like you and I have talked about before, price point is such a subjective term. Sure. Um, so again, like that's why I'm just i'm I'm trying to give a a perspective on price that has the caveat of like whether or not you're really into the game. Like if you're really into those types of games, like mm-hmm. puzzle solving games, then like for 10 bucks like it's it's great because like it it buys you an experience that is top of the line in okay. that in that field of you, that genre of games. Yeah. Um you know, but if you're not feeling it and you or if you if you're not into those types of games and you're into like, you know, whatever, like $10 might be spent elsewhere better because you're not really looking for that experience. Yeah. You could find an experience that you are more into elsewhere.
1: Yeah, no that that, that makes sense, so
0: so yeah, I, well, I guess with that being said, uh, try try the survive demo because I would say that th- that's pretty similar uh, in terms of depth and in terms of of uh, just gameplay. And if you like that, then this is something that you can look into and be like, I want more, I want more. So, and of course, survive has a full game, so <laughs> you, you can grab that as well. Okay, but, well, no, but,
1: that's that's good. That's good to hear. So very cool. Um, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I didn't really. Get to play anything of great substance this week. I, I did play things, but they're mostly games that I've already talked about um, on prior Game Talk, so I didn't really want to uh, rehash those. Uh, if but only there
0: were more hours in the day, right? I know, I know. <laughs> How are you
1: supposed to get back to some of these things? But uh, what I did like, just kind of quickly while we were looking over news items uh, happened to come across was this uh, this this virtual reality experience in the White House. Um, it's, you know, Trump in VR is wide awake and you can get it on uh, the, on Viveport. Yeah, and it's, it's not really only available on Viveport only at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if
0: it'll go on steam, but
1: sure. So it's just a free little unreal uh, engine uh, application that you run and there's really not much to it at all, but I was just going to mention it because it's kind of, you know, it, it has pretty high fidelity and it's kind of topical. So why not bring it up? I, I like that kind of stuff sometimes just to kind of check it out uh, for fun. And this is literally you're just standing in the Oval Office and it's dark and you can turn on flashlights and Donald Trump is there standing uh, at the desk ready to, uh, I guess, be, be your president. You made it sound really
0: creepy by saying it was dark, <laughs> but, but, it is, but, it, but it is dark. I, I had a chance to try it out as well. Um, yeah, I guess just in in the vein of inauguration last week, and this is we're not gonna get political on the show because that's not what we're about. No. Nope. But in the vein of of you know, the inauguration and Donald Trump becoming president, there is this release which which is pretty
1: photorealistic, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's very well I mean it looks like Donald Trump for sure. And, and the I mean, guy's tall. I mean, six <laughs> three, like Yeah, God, no he's, he's he's
0: he's a big man. I like I mean, just like, he's a... Yeah, an imposing figure. (laughs) An imposing figure, yeah. So standing there in the Oval Office.
1: It's neat just to check out. And like I said, I mean, Unreal games in general just look really nice. There's no animation. There's nothing. He's just a big, it's almost like a wax museum type uh, experience in a sense. Which I will
0: admit was like really creepy because (laughs) looking around, you're almost just kind of waiting for for Donald to move. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. President to move. But um, Yeah, I mean it it's, it's cool and I, I think i mean the charm of it or the idea of it is is just the realism and being able to stand in the oval office i think when you were going through it you, you mentioned that as just being a really cool aspect yeah
1: no i uh, honestly it just makes me kind of want more unreal engine games that are you know fully fleshed out with real care. like i wonder you know i wonder when we're going to get those triple a games that run at that kind of a high fidelity with actual animation and everything. But I mean, for now, yeah, it's, it's free. So you can just check it out. And in general, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the Viveport store though. Some of it we were looking through seemed a little bit pricey, but um, no, no specific apps. We were just kind of perusing the, the various menus and such, but, but there's a lot there. So I kind of want to look through it a a bit more to see what, So so here's the thing with
0: Viveport, and I'm not bashing. I'm trying to give just constructive criticism in our perspective. Like, one, it's it's very difficult to search. And and granted, I was doing a lot of that in the headset itself. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's probably easier outside. But, um, you know, it's difficult to search and go through and get a real feel for the apps that are there. Mm -hmm. And then two, again, going through this in the headset and, and even also, I guess, online, like, I guess maybe because there's not the same type of player base that it, Steam has, um, and even still, with the Vive community being so small, the amount of people who have headsets, the fewer amount that um, you know buy a game, specific game, and then the even fewer amount of that who leave a review. Yeah. So you know you have a lot of these, like you mentioned, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to harp on on price point too much because again, that's a very, very subjective. Um, uh, just a subjective point, but uh, for all these things, like I'm not sure whether it's worth it. Even if it's a couple of bucks, like sometimes there's no reviews. Sometimes there's like one or two or it's just, you you know, and so. And it's
1: it's not a single app that's going to break the bank or like, I mean, if, if, if I could, I'd spend money on everything out there, but it's just the issue of when there is like kind of an unlimited in a sense, you know, number of apps to choose from and they're not curated, then then even two or three dollars becomes an issue because unless I know that this is something I'm going to like, there's only so many applications you can buy for three bucks before you've spent a hundred bucks and yeah, in you know, any variety, well, I, so. I mean,
0: and to be fair, I don't think we saw anything for two to three dollars. I think the minimum was like anywhere from eight to ten. Exactly. Which, which again, like I'm not, I'm not trying to be cheap. Like I, I, don't mind. I, I have no problem spending money on quality content. Yeah. It's just now it's difficult to determine what is quality.
1: Yeah. And
0: so, sorry, it's difficult to determine what's quality on Viveport simply because there isn't as much traffic as there is on steam. No, so, you know, while, while there are cool apps like this on Viveport, I I will be looking into it more just like you said, because, you know, we were kind of go going through there and they had a lot of free stuff, uh, a lot of free apps that, you know, kind of caught my attention or even not free apps, but it's, it's worth checking out. Um, but like I said, it's, I have my reservations. I would, you know, it, If I see something there that I think is cool, I'd probably end up double checking if it's on Steam Mm -hmm. and going with that, you know, based on the reviews that it has on Steam. Yeah, no,
1: I would probably do the same thing. And likewise, it's just nice to have all your content in one place. So
0: that's true too. Although, you know, the I'm still amazed with being able to do everything in the headset, being able to switch back and forth from Steam to Viveport to looking at your desktop, you yeah, know what I mean? like,
1: no, it's all very seamless. So. It's
0: it's very streamlined, and so
1: I, I I agree with you. It's nice to have all your stuff in one place, but it kind of already is in a sense, like it's well, in your headset. Like, <laughs> well,
0: I mean, it, it, yeah, I, I guess the fact that it isn't in the same place is somewhat mitigated by the fact that you can easily go back and forth without having to take the headset on. Like yeah. if you had to take the headset off and on uh, or off just to go from Viveport to Steam, yeah, oh that'd be really annoying. But yeah, yeah. you know, you can do so much in the headset. I mean, I I can I can even adjust the volume of the computer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
0: Just like the resolution things things like that. So like it's it's just really Yeah, it's just it's just fantastic. I can't think of another word. But no, it's, just, it's just it, it makes agree. it makes experience like not having to take the headset off for every little thing is such a blessing that I don't think we we, we kind of take that for
1: granted. No, I, I totally agree. And 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 you know, thinking about like looking at the pricings and and just going through Viveport a little bit, um, you know, earlier, makes me realize that it is such a good opportunity for uh, a subscription service. Like I think we talked about in a previous yep. uh news news episode that Viveport might be looking to you know add. Add a subscription service where you're able to try out a bunch of different titles for a monthly fee. Like depending on what that monthly fee is, I could see that being a really cool. I mean, it's hard to justify ten dollars here, ten dollars there on uh, random apps. But like, anymore. but yeah, I, I I might be worth. I mean, I mean, I I might definitely consider spending ten bucks a month if I had just blank access to all of the apps in through Viveport. That I could check out whenever I wanted to, and just know that there's that if I ever if I did want to just experience lots of different things that that would be available. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, and we again we talked about this in a previous episode with with industries tending to go more towards that access based economy subscription model type of, of format. And I mean, I, I'm totally down for it, especially now after having gone through Vi for a little bit more. Just you know, this whole wide awake thing with Donald Trump. Um, the, or the app <laughs> that's there, um, <laughs> that that it, it, just searching for that and being able to explore Viveport a little bit more opened my eyes to a lot of the things that are on there. And so you know, I, you can still sign up. I actually already did just for, to get information on when when that subscription model, or sorry, when that subscription service becomes available. And I don't know if that there's a the hard date yet. I, I'm keeping my eyes peeled, but I have not seen anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, when, whenever it does come around. I, I'm thinking. I'm almost thinking like in the vein of, of like you know Netflix or or Amazon Prime or, or you know something where if it's ten bucks or less mm-hmm. and you get access to all of these cool titles, yeah, ah, that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, you I know do what so I mean. Too. Like I, 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 I'm gonna spend probably hundred twenty bucks on content throughout the year. Yeah, but if I can get more value than that by having access to all of the, you know, or or most of the content that's on Viveport. Uh, I think that's really cool yeah agreed so awesome man well that's all I have for today how about you
1: yeah no I, I think that was uh that was a that was a decent discussion and hopefully uh, next week we'll have even more to talk about so
0: yes for sure so this is a new format let us know what you guys think like I said we're gonna try this out at least for for a couple weeks uh, maybe maybe a month or two at least and um, yeah just just to see how it is on our schedules and to see how it is in terms of getting all of our VR conversation in at one time, uh, rather than kind of spreading it out throughout the week, which I know some people had preference for the other way. And I apologize if you preferred that format, but we are going to keep these episodes just as long. So, you know, when, when we transition from, from news to game talk, you can just pause it and listen to the rest of it the next day or something. But, um, you know, whatever the case might be, let us know what you guys think. Uh, And again, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and on YouTube. So please make sure you subscribe and continue the conversation with us on YouTube. That's our, our favorite place and where all these videos and episodes are uploaded as well. And yeah, that being said, Ronnie, you got anything else? Nope. All right, man. We'll cut it here. You guys take care. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll talk to you again very, very soon.